0: welcome to the 18th episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Dan, and I'm here joined by Pujix live from Canada. Hey there, buddy man. How's it going?
1: Everything is great, man. Thanks for having me again. It's
0: a pleasure to have you. And guys, the guy behind all of those uh, uh, huge number of uh, downloads and views and whatnot, Ishan, is right back here for yet another episode. So Ishan, my man, how's it going?
2: Hey, Dan. Thanks for the wonderful introduction, I must say.
0: You are the best, buddy. You know how to do this. And I'm now not surprised because I just heard from Poojix that apparently you are an expert on a lot of topics, including making a good first impression in all social settings. And that's what I thought, guys, it's going to be a great topic. So why not just go for it? And of course, Poojix arranged the whole thing. So today we're talking about this very topic, that first impression. You meet somebody for the first time. They have no idea who you are and you want to make a great first impression. And they say the first impression last. So let's start first with pujiks here. So pujiks, first of all, define what it really means to leave a good first impression and what is what is the whole concept? Why people uh, are somehow so concerned with leaving a good first impression and what's the reason behind this lasting effect of that first impression?
1: Uh, I'm going to I'm going to address uh, address your comment in a minute or two, but uh, I, I want to first say like in regarding Ishan, uh, first of all, like I got to know a lot of people through him. And wow Not that just He knows a lot of people And he makes a good Lasting uh, first impression But he was also A very good connector Of people Amazing Which is also Fascinating to me uh, Moving past that uh Yeah so With first impressions Of course uh It's the idea Of you know You get A few Well a lot Of the information That you process And you decide What you think of a uh, person is that literally the first few seconds that you uh, see the person, uh, in, the person introduces him, him or herself to you, and you hang, handshake or whatever it is, and then. After that, you have a established idea of that, what that person is or who that person is mm-hmm. to you, and then on that you start building up. Of course, as the person uh, reveals himself or herself uh, f- further on, but then you you will make a very first judgment, uh, even if in, this. By the way, this is not a conscious level; this is an unconscious level. Wow! So it's very important that we we know we know this and be be aware that when whenever we are gonna go introduce ourselves. So, for example, one of the things that I do is. Is literally always I, – I always smile when I'm introducing myself to somebody else or somebody who is introducing me to some uh, other person.
0: Very good. Necessary. Quite important. And let's move on to the expert here. So, Ishan, you are famous for being able to make good first impressions. And not only that, you're a people connector. You literally are a man hub, if you will, and you tend to connect other people together. I love it. <laughs> so tell me right now, Ishan, uh, what is your philosophy on making a good first impression? Well – uh, I think one of the biggest, um,
2: one of the things that I really believe about first impression is m- keeping things really simple. Um, you know, the simpler your philosophy is, I think it has helped me better in the long run. And why I believe in making a good first impression is because you never know when, when or how you might ever meet the person again next, right? So there's no point, you know, coming across as someone who's too strong, someone's too like high headed or something like that. Because in the end, we have a very limited time on this earth. So it's about making the best use of the time that we have.
0: That's right. And Efficiency.
2: That is why I really enjoy meet, meeting people from different walks of life because there's just so much to learn from different
0: people. That's wonderful. And you mentioned something about flexibility, which I think it's a huge, huge component when it comes to making a good first impression because we are all different and we have different values. And because of this, making a good first impression for one person might not uh, somehow work if you use the exact same techniques and style with somebody who have, who, somebody who has a different set of belief systems or other people who might have other uh, values and uh, somehow do not agree with you directly. So with that being said, let us now talk about our own uh, general, uh, basically approaches towards this concept. But as you mentioned, you want to make uh, all of your first impressions uh, with the help of a great smile. So, uh, what is the importance right. of smile, and what else do you do actually to make a good first impression?
1: So, I'll get get the example of the smile. So, for example, some uh, so say Ishan is introducing me to you, Dan, and he's at that point. Just as an example, that's right. At, at that point, uh, he, he's just. Uh, bringing us together while he's like one of us is approaching the other and he's going to say okay pujix this is dan dan this is pujix while he's saying that i have a big smile on my face a very welcoming uh face that that person can immediately trust again on a unconscious level of course because ishan is there consciously it makes sense that you trust me but again this is the unconscious processes of the of the brain that you go and decide what you whether you like this person or not maybe i look like a for example a teacher that i that you had back in the high school and you didn't like the guy and you don't immediately like me at that point so but everybody loves a smile so that that's a very opening introduction. Fantastic. But so that's just the introduction, just to, to mention that.
0: And also not all smiles are made equal because some smiles and have a very fun. suggestive tone about them. <laughs> so you might actually uh, even have some, some kind of pr- trouble basically with somebody else. But but <laughs> that's right. That's very important. So apart from the smile, let's talk about the other elements that are important in making a good right. first impression. Back to Sean. What do you think about this matter? What are your suggestions for those of us who are about to meet somebody for the first time or are about to join a networking event or something? So what is your perspective?
2: So one of the biggest things I I like to do is observe the other person really quick. I'm not saying you go Sherlock style on them, but it's just observe something, something that you might have in common with them, something that could make them laugh. But as Puya said, the smile is one of the biggest weapons because it says more than words could. Right? Smiling obviously really melts the ice. You know how we talk so much about melting the ice, you know, breaking the ice with other people and whatnot. Um, obviously, uh, another way I like to really meet people is just come off as a little funny or goofy when I first meet them. For example, if I, if I was to meet Puye for the first time, I could just be like, Hey man, you know, I- I'm sorry if my jokes offend you, but that's what I am. And I think just going beyond the simple, Hey man, how's it going? It, I think it's, it's more about connecting to them on a deeper level, on a more honest level of what kind of person you are
0: so true it's all about being authentic I mean think about like the times when you go to like a grocery store and stuff and you have that fake conversation of oh hi how are you what can I get you you kind of know this is not a real conversation you got to bring your character into that conversation and be real I mean that's what I call being real that is you are yourself you don't just put a mask on like that socially made mask of oh hello how are you you actually care about that person and more importantly you show more genuine aspects of yourself that's also part of this one but for now we Sean again back to you you said you You somehow are the man hub of basically this uh, whole group in Canada. So what's the, what's the approach here? Like, uh, how do you help others meet each other? And how do you act as a mediator in this case?
2: So um, one of the uh, things I do tend to, I think I, I I don't I don't want to sound off, but I think I'm good at is remembering one good thing or one bad thing about a person. So let's say if I was to introduce Puya to another friend, I, I would say, "Hey, meet my friend Puya. He's so awesome at this, or he really sucks at drawing." For example, wow. and that just gets it. That's of actually melt true, stars, by the no way. Anyway.
0: I think that's true. I'm guessing because I I'm guessing Pujic is good at at a lot of things. I mean, he's a genius at a lot of things, but I don't think pinning is one of those.
1: It's actually one of my very weaknesses,
0: yes. That's right, I, I guess. <laughs> very good.
2: I've we paying attention to what is good at, what he's bad at. So whenever I introduce him to another one person, it's just like, hey, this is Puya. He's more than just, hi, how are you?
0: Wow, fantastic. You show the real things. And also, you mentioned you sh- say something nice and say something mean. Uh, do you, like, combine them together? Or, like, if you want to go with both, which one would you go first? Like, the bad stuff? Like, look at this douchebag. Oh, by the way, he's a very nice guy. Like, what is your perspective in this regard? <laughs>
2: It, it, it really depends on how I kind of judge the person. Sometimes if think a few seconds is, you know, it's a good way to judge. If, if a person's not really smiling, a person can, uh, let's say, for example, if I'm in a more formal setting, I obviously won't go about saying, hey, meet my douchebag friend or something. But uh, I would like to say something nice about him. Like, oh, look at Puya, he's so awesome at this. And I feel like there are often a lot of topics that can connect different people from different walks of life.
0: Wow, right? amazing. That's so, a good one. Uh,
2: uh, yep. Go ahead, go ahead. And and then let's say if I wanted to be a group of friends, I'd say, oh, you're born in August. This guy's born in August, too. You guys could be buddies or something like that. You know, it doesn't have to be something really serious or something, you know, super formal, like where we are shaking hands and we don't really Mm. mean what we're doing.
0: Interesting. What I got so far is that you focus so much on finding commonalities in order to be able to somehow find things in common and create a connection that way. That's wonderful. Let me go back to Pujix here. So Pujix, you yourself, when you're meeting somebody for the first time, we've already mentioned a lot of things in terms of like your smile, your approach and all those things. But usually, let's be honest, not everybody you meet is going to somehow have the same belief systems or lifestyle as you do. There might be a lot of differences. Some people are a lot friendlier. Some, some people are a lot less friendly and so on. So generally, As Ishan mentioned, do you also have this uh, process of analyzing them or going for a snap judgment and then changing your behavior and having that flexibility or you generally employ the same strategy for everybody?
1: No, it's definitely personal, Uh, of course. like The the same same strategy will basically be at the very first impression, which was the smile. That's pretty much uh, similar for everybody uh, that I meet for the first time. But beside that, uh, it becomes a little bit personal because that's how you can be authentic with that person. Because you can basically find... uh, And again, we we like commonalities because when we, we... Again, when we see some commonality between myself and somebody else, for example, I immediately start trusting that person on that level, on, on a level. Very good. So so for that for that very reason of course I like if I can see something that I can relate to in that person I, I start focusing on that because that helps me connect with that person and helps me get uh, his or her attention his or her trust and then we can build from then on it might at some point collapse and that's fine but then if you want to start the connection that's a very good start to find commonalities uh, that that will help a lot you you mentioned the grocery shopping for example scenario I do that a lot for example I find some commonalities I actually add a story to it, I say, oh, I do that too. I actually did this, for example, the other day for this or this or that. Wow. And, uh, like, very quick story, of course. You don't want to bore the person, but but to <laughs> illustrate that I am is experiencing the same thing you are experiencing
0: that's amazing wonderful so back to you Sean. let's talk about making a good first impression in different cases and scenarios let's say with girls with boys let's say in a dating setting in a professional setting university environment so how do you approach these different scenarios differently in terms of let's say your mannerism and the way you communicate with these people
2: So it's definitely about being flexible. Uh, As you mentioned people are different kinds. People can be really stiff. Uh, Those are the hot ones to always crack because they're super serious. And then people can be super friendly. Like when I first met Puya, I think we we started talking right away because he came across as someone super friendly. So it's about observing what kind of person they are. But I think one of the things that helps a a, a person when you're meeting someone is being knowledgeable about different things or having the desire to know more about them.
0: Mm -hmm. And, And I feel like
2: having the desire to actually get to know them better uh, opens up the other person really quickly you know let's say let's say you're talking to a girl and you know you might not be interested in everything about her but if there's one thing that catches your attention like let's say she's a lawyer or she's starting to be a lawyer
0: oh dude if i you're thought you're talking about boobs you know, here for a second i felt like there's one thing you pay attention to that's right, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay so I, I
2: would just say i would just bring up something like hey do you watch suits you know that's one show that i learned about law, lot about law and whatnot and that just gets the conversation to flow um, let's say if I'm in a formal setting where I'm talking to my seniors, it could be even asking genuine questions like, you know, how's your family doing or how's that daughter of yours? How's the, how's your new baby? How's, how's everything coming along? And I think one of the greatest shows that has inspired me to do this is The Office, the character of Michael Scott. Wow. He, he might wow. come across as a goof, but he actually <laughs> connects to people on a very deep level if you notice it.
0: Fantastic. So, Poojis, what is your approach in dealing with different types of people from different walks of life who might not have a lot in common
1: yeah, I I would look. Eventually, you will have something in common with everybody. Like that's impossible in, in a world that we are living in. Like genetics. Uh,
0: wow, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. I like it.
1: Good one. Good one. <laughs> well, that's sort of like I mean, eventually, like I might not have the same uh, belief system. I might not believe in the same things with uh, with a, for a certain per- individual. Uh, whether it's a whether it's a um, you know. Um, Professional setting or dating setting or whatever—it doesn't really matter. As Dishan mentioned, you might not like something about somebody, but that you don't—at least initially—you don't have to focus on that, and you shouldn't focus on that. What you should focus on is the the things that you do have in common, and and try to c- connect uh, through that avenue. And the fact that asking questions, like showing interest in them, uh, makes a lot of sense because it 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 illustrates and it sets the tone that I am more interested. Uh, in you than you think. So it it it, it initiates a, it kicks into their ego a little bit and it helps to, for them to start opening up.
0: Interesting. But one question I want to ask you right now, because you talked about this whole flexibility thing, while simultaneously we also talked about the importance of being authentic and real in our interactions with others. So, Ishan, don't you think that this process of uh, employing flexibility in our communication might sometimes lead to, uh, let's, let's say, lack of genuine interaction or lack of authenticity? authenticity so isn't that like from your perspective something that we should be worried about because we have to like uh, let's say let's called a change mask for different people isn't that something unethical or something that might perhaps not be very genuine
2: well what i believe is let's say you meet that person for the first time uh, there's no there's no guarantee you're ever going to meet them again or whatnot but what i meant by being uh being adaptable is not coming across as too strong in them uh, because you often meet people when the first impression you come across as really overbearing, strong, who like stamping the authority kind of people. And Mm -hmm. I've noticed that those kinds of people are the ones who don't usually leave a good impression on others, especially Mm -hmm. when you're meeting them for the first time. That being said, it's about sticking to your values, obviously, but it's also being about open to what they have to say. Because I feel that these differences actually teach us a lot of things that probably I don't know about, like being a different culture, a different lifestyle, a different education, something like that. So I think it's about being... open but also being honest to yourself at one point
0: wow good point very nice so Puchix, what do you think about this one in terms of that uh, authenticity and the genuineness of that conversation that you're going to have with somebody for the first time in which you want to practice and employ some flexibility
1: Right, so uh, it's similar. I don't think uh, necessarily you're with flexibility, you're not lying or you're not uh, putting on different masks. It's rather you're trying to bend your uh, temper rather than bend your belief. What 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 I do, for example, is like say somebody is bringing up a topic that we don't agree on, right, on the first uh, impression, on the first meet, and it, instead of like going uh, hardcore saying, okay, I don't believe in it, I I, I would like I would actually give counter examples or counter start arguing, I would be like, you know, I don't, particularly see it that way, but I would love for you to explain to me, maybe I can understand w- w- your view, right? It doesn't mean that you're going to change your view. It means like, I am willing to listen to what you have to say, although I don't believe in it, which actually says a lot about you, and it, it helps uh, it, it helps to connect with that person, even though if you don't believe uh, with that person uh, with that person on the subject, and you're very welcome, and you should, tell them that you don't believe in it, and you can't illustrate the point of why you don't believe in it, but you can say... Uh, uh, you, you can ask somebody to please be quiet or shut up wow. They have different effects on people. So that's wow. the idea. Don't start as, as Sean mentioned, you can't, you shouldn't go too strong on them, become aggressive and start arguing uh, harshly. You can have a very uh, de- uh, nice debate about that conversation, even if you don't agree on it and uh, you, you don't have to put a mask on. Um, for example, you're, uh, you love chicken and they're like, Oh, I hate chicken. Chickens are bad. And then all of a sudden you're, you're like, Oh yeah, I hate chicken too. No, no, it's, it's not about that. It's about, no, I like chicken because it doesn't this and that. But I understand that you don't like chicken because of that reason as well.
0: Wow. Never thought we could have so much argument over chicken. That's pretty amazing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for now, let's move on now to Ishan. So, Ishan, uh, what are, from your perspective, what are some of the common mistakes that rookies make when they're trying to make first impressions? I mean, not long ago, I talked with a friend of mine about the issue of job interviews because he's about to move to a new country and he's definitely going to go to a lot of jobs interviews and stuff like that, a lot of new people that he has almost no contact in the new country. So what are some common mistakes that people like uh, him, who tend to perhaps migrate to a foreign land or who want to start from zero without a lot of contacts that they make in meeting new people and and trying to expand their social circle that he could actually avoid if they knew how?
2: So... One thing would be definitely is being proud of who and what you are. Uh, that being said, about your heritage, it could be about your culture and whatnot from wherever you grew up. And like your roots are really important, according to me. But it's also about being a little knowledgeable about where, uh, let's say, let's assume what you are is the home ground. That's right. And where you're going to meet another person is the away ground. So for you to be able to succeed in different conditions, you have to gauge the away conditions properly as well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm using a lot of sports terminology here. <laughs> That's right. But it's about knowing I'm not saying they're your opposition, but it's about knowing who you're going to meet a little bit. Let's say I'm migrating to, let's say, Australia, for example. That's right. And I should be able to know a little bit about Australia because when I meet the local people there, I should not come across as someone who has absolutely no knowledge about what Australia is, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you have a little bit of knowledge and when you're trying to get to know more, that's when people get talking. That's when people actually will take an interest in who you are and what you are and take the effort to explain what's going on. Um, that I believe is definitely important in job interviews. But also when you're meeting new people, like, you know, let's say I meet someone who who's working in the government and if even if I knew a little bit about the government, if a conversation sparked from there, this could actually go on for a while, such so, so that both that person and me have a good impression of each other. Assuming do we don't amazing. end up fighting with each other.
0: Very <laughs> at good. the end of the night. Knowing about their backgrounds in advance and trying to actually build rapport that way. It's a great, great suggestion. Pujix, any ideas?
1: Uh, I think one of the important things in the first meetings uh, are for you, for us to be very balanced in our, in, in pretty much everything, whether in our honesty and in our boldness, uh, whether in our the amount that we talk, the amount that we let them talk. So I think we should strike a balance because you never know what, uh, because that's the idea. You don't know what that person is like. Some people are very good listeners and they're happy to let you talk forever. Some people know they wanna, they wanna start talking. So either way, if you're too quiet it might come uh, put them off if you're too too chat- chatty you might put them off. so i think it's all all about the balance of understanding that you gotta you know pass the ball sometimes and let them talk or rather you should talk too um so that's that's for the conversation part of it, of course. But in general, striking the balance in the first meets are very important until you, you have some ideas of who those people are. With respect to migration and going to different places, I completely agree with uh, with Ishan that you, it's, it's a good idea. It's a very good idea, and it helps a lot to know a little bit about um, the, the culture of the locals in advance. It could be even in the same country, but, uh, for example, a county. If they have a specific ritual or or I don't know the specific games they play out or whatever, if you know about it and you'd be like, hey, that thing that you do, I, I really like to uh, know about it or how can I play it or whatever, that would actually really help you uh, c- connect with those people.
0: That's amazing. So uh, I would I like to you know somehow learn by practical examples. So right now I'm going to mention a couple of practical and real cases where I would like you guys to contribute in terms of some ideas on how to leave a good first impression in these situations and they will go across uh, basically different things Uh, mainly one would be of course job interview one will be landing in a new country for the first time and of course one will be about dating because these are like very common things and later we'll talk about the community like when you want to build uh, for example a social circle in your university or in your new community and that kind of stuff so first let's start off with the job interview what are some specific tips you have to leave a good first impression for your employer when you're trying to get a new job
2: uh to me, um, I think being confident about yourself That's right. Um, that means definitely your body language matters a lot when you walk mm-hmm. in. Would you like uh something a
0: little, a little further, what types of body language you're exactly referring to that we have to demonstrate during that job interview?
2: To me, I think the posture is really important. That's right. Uh, you, 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 you don't want to come across as super overconfident, but it's really important not to come across as someone who's shy and timid. That's right. I know people are really nervous on the day off, but it's about, you know, just getting a hold of yourself, breathing calm and that kind of things can really help. Um, what I've also heard from a lot of people who've interviewed, uh, other candidates is about the handshake. Mm-hmm. It has to be a good handshake. But at, at the end of the day, it's about what you present yourself out there. So I like to go into an interview with a smile, as polite, as much as possible. But I'm not afraid to throw in a bit of humor h- here and there as well.
0: Very nice. Like, hey there, you want to hire me, boss? <laughs> you're so friggin' <laughs> ugly, but I like you. you got, you're a great personality. So do you want to somehow crack a joke here and there, but you do not want to go over the board, of course, because that's still a job interview. Poojus, any other advice do you want to add to what Ishan just mentioned about making a good first impression in job interviews?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll uh, do it you know posture and body language is of course very important Handshake check on all that so adding to that i think it's a good idea to you know be able, if you're if it's possible gather as much information about the, the the company or the person that possibly if you know who's going to interview you the person who's interviewing you what is uh, his or her position uh what do they do what do they work on it helps a lot again because you you get to know a lot and as as Sean mentioned, I always like to uh, sometimes you know for for uh, dialing down the environment, toning it down, uh, put a smile on somebody's fa- uh, face if if the opportunity presents with this uh, with this uh, simple joke or something. Uh, that that's one of my favorites, honestly.
0: Fantastic. So the next one is about immigrants who land in a new country. We start from the airport, and then we're going to move on to building community. Because I had a friend of mine who's from the Middle East, and uh, guess what? Uh, he was born exactly on September. 11th it's pretty amazing by the way like on his passport <laughs> oh, I, and he's from the middle yeah. east so i literally joke all the time like imagine dude you, you arrived in america and they just get, grab your passports like yes dude <laughs> uh, i was born on that day to destroy your country i was telling me like really really amazing stuff so right now what are your perspectives sean as an immigrant when you land at an airport and later to build a community of friends in a new country how can you make that f- good first impression
2: so i think that is essentially what I was because I came in here as, as a university student. I didn't have any friends here at all. And I think, um, and uh, to be really honest with you, in high school, I was a really shy kid. I mean, I did not like to socialize as much as I do now. Wow. So one of the things that I told myself is I need to step out of my comfort zone. And I think that's one of the issues that a lot of people who are shy are like, you know, I don't want to talk to other people because I'm shy and feel like I'm going to embarrass myself. And believe me, I was in that same boat. But what I told myself is, is about stepping out of my comfort zone, where I'm just genuine, warm, and honest to people, and just try my best to connect with people. I think the way I approached that in my first year was that I'd really ask a lot of questions about their culture, or I'll get to know more about Canada in general, and I think that helped me to connect with a lot of different people uh, during my time at university.
0: Pretty amazing. Great story. And Puchix, you also have a similar story here, but tell us a little bit more. What could newcomers to a land actually do to make a good first impression and make friends and influence people?
1: Right. I think uh, one of the important things that comes to my mind, I mean, of course, there's so many of them. But then one of the important things that, or common mistakes that I see is that people don't get out of the comfort zone. And I'm not talking about just socializing, but also going in different uh, groups of people from different walks mm. of life sometimes you find a community that exists in that uh, new country from back home where you were where you were born and raised and you you uh, dissolve yourself in that community and that's it and i i do, i think that that could be a, a mistake in this setting because then you would be confined by that community you can't really uh, so grow sad. and you can't really blend in with that uh, with the b- bigger community that you're part of so what i'm trying to say that's as as long as as much as that's fine It should be more than that, and you should go in different communities, uh, different uh, groups of people, uh, meet people from different walks of life. Similarly in – well, it's not necessarily uh, to answer to your question, but then it's also true of people of a a certain background. For example, people of tech hang out with all people of tech. As much as that's fine and By people of
0: tech, that's like the cool version of geeks and nerds, right?
1: Exactly. Well, sort of I like it, no, buddy. Like Pretty cool. Geeks and nerds can be different types of like they might be into something else. I don't know.
0: Wow. But, but, I like. Uh, it's like, Don't yeah, call that's... me a geek. I'm not a geek. <laughs> I am a person of tech. This is very different. You make a good first impression. <laughs> All right. No, no, I am
1: a geek actually, but that's my point right. was you can't be a geek about something else that tech. Very nice. Yeah. So my point is, if you're uh, uh, go go meet some somebody from chemistry, go pe- meet somebody from social sciences. Very good. Very good point. These are very important. These are these helps a lot.
0: Absolutely true. Next one will be about dates and romantic meetings. So, Ishan, what are your recommendations for the guys out there or even the ladies to make a good first impression on the opposite gender when they're trying to actually meet and date each other? Uh,
2: well, that's a tough one, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> uh, uh, um What I I think really helps is, again, being honest. Uh, I I like to be funny, humorous. I don't want to come across as someone who's super serious. But as I say, even when I'm meeting someone from the opposite sex, it's about trying to get to know them first, right? So even if there's something that really intrigues me about her, I really try and go down that line of questioning, keeping it a light conversation, nothing super serious, because I'm not talking. We're like, well, let's say I'm meeting another girl who's probably in sciences or tech. I don't want to eat her brain about how to code or how to do stuff like that. But maybe just about to getting to know about her hobbies, something we might have in common. And I, I know it's often emphasized that you should go about doing the super sweet talk. But I, I, I'm the kind of person who believes in more about being, doing the genuine talk or you know down to earth talk. I don't want to come across as someone who's like my, my head's in the clouds or something.
0: Interesting. That's, that's a great tip on the date. So Pujix, let's say you want to actually meet a girl for the first time. I don't know, get her number or something. You obviously cannot go and say, so girls, you want to get pregnant or what? I mean, you generally have to say something nice. Okay. (laughs) So from your perspective, (laughs) that's right. Not a good way to uh, start a conversation, by the way, guys, don't, don't, don't ever try that. All right. So uh, what is your perspective uh, in that process to leave a good first impression?
1: Uh, well i think this applies to both both genders and it's a complement to what uh, ishan said to to a degree and and more more so i i mentioned the balance in and everything between the, in the first meetings between anybody but it becomes actually more important in dating settings because again it's it's a little bit of a mind bomb because you're actively thinking whether i'm going to date this person or not and the opposite person is also thinking that exactly. so uh so it's very important to give the good, uh, good impressions in that sense. So it becomes even more critical that you give the better impressions than you would normally in different settings. It, it's, it's in a sense, it's similar to job interviews because eventually that person <laughs> decides whether they want to go on a date with you or not, or yeah. they want to go on a second date with you or not. Wow. Uh, so 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 yeah. Again, yeah, in this case, body uh, body language becomes important. Uh, but also, I I also don't want to make uh, make the conversation too heavy or too light. I want to come off interesting, but at the same time, be interested in in the other party. So uh, so it, it I think the balance is super important. But uh, you also want to uh, uh, think about your body language. Uh, you know, with this sto- we have so- you have to have some stories to to be able to tell. We we talked about it in an episode of storytelling exactly
0: and, uh, very aids.
1: important so stories are super important so uh, one of the ways that we mentioned on that episode was if you have a good uh and a um, you know a, a compact life like if you've done a lot of things you have a lot of good stories and that's one of the reasons i think ishan is actually very good at connecting with people because he, he does uh, he does go after different experiences mm-hmm. ergo he has a lot of good stories to tell and that's and right. he tells that story Absolutely. and attracts people
0: Very good Uh, point. Having that great style of storytelling. I love it. And guys, we've so far talked about how to leave a good first impression. I want to ask you one more question. What if for some reason we messed up the first impression? For example, in sales, it is very commonly mentioned that things such as sweating on the first meeting is generally a very bad sign. Let's say your hands are sweating, your face is sweating. because the Especially other party... if it's winter. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> the other party thinks that, <laughs> that you're extremely nervous or something. So let's just say that uh, you are going on a date and you've been walking for a long time or you go to a business meeting and you've been walking for a long time and it's been hot outside and you're sweating or something. For whatever reason, not just sweating, for whatever reason, you leave a bad that first impression. Is there any way that we can get out of that first impression and actually change that over time or you think it's already too late and it's over? But Who, me? That's right. First, I'm going to go with Ishan here.
2: Oh, okay, sure. Well, to be honest, I don't think I've ever left a bad impression.
0: So. <laughs> Good for you, buddy.
2: <laughs> uh, again, it, it's, it's really about if you'd like to um, really make up for that, um, you should always... Um, I think persistence is key, but not like in a bad way. Like don't, don't stalk someone or something like that. But I I feel like if you ever meet that person again, if you can even just honestly bring up something like, Hey, maybe the last time we met, um, you know, I might have done so-and-so, I might have said so-and-so, I hope it didn't offend you, but I'm not that kind of person or something like that. I felt has helped me get out of the situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, But um, let's say you're on a sales call and that happens. um, Well, I think it's about the other person also trying to see that in the end of the day, you're a human, too, who can make mistakes, right? Hmm. And if you feel that the other party is not willing to reconcile to that, maybe I would just kind of move on, even though it means, you know, letting go of that person or something.
0: Fantastic. So Pujix, what if you left a bad first impression? Is there any way out of this or it's already over?
1: i mean it, it really so this question is de- really depends on the case case study situation so it really depends on the case whether one than the other might be entirely different and in general i think it's possible yes uh, there might be a few cases that you really screwed up like not just by sweating or something like something really bad happened wow. and yeah it's, it's 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 probably better not even trying but th- those are really rare and in general i believe that it's, it's possible and um and in different settings it it May have different different approaches. May have actually good results. For example, when Ishan mentioned, I sometimes mention it. So in general, when you know you screwed up, you're absolutely sure somebody uh, like mentioned something to you. That's fine. We can go ahead and be like, hey, that time like I came across uh, like this or that, or this happened or that happened. I'm sorry about that or whatever. You can actually clarify. But sometimes we just have these ideas in our head and we're not sure. And that that person is not even thinking that. So mm-hmm. we're assuming we left a bad impression it's not it's Great not necessarily point. true
0: wow Great so point. in So cases true.
1: Yeah, I mean, in those cases, I would say you know, just don't even blow past it. Let's see if it comes uh, biting you, and if it does, then uh, face it. But then, in those cases, just just act naturally as if it didn't happen, because you don't know if it if it actually happened. And actually, mentioning it might actually, uh, especially again, in the two cases of dating and job interviews, might actually come across as uh, insecure, and and uh, it it happen it has it backfires on you you sometimes.
0: So true. So oh, I remember once funny. I was undergoing these uh uh, trainings for public speaking and we were told that in most cases whenever you think you messed up you probably haven't because we tend to judge ourselves a lot more than the interlocutor and the uh, basically uh, the ones who are watching us and hearing us so ultimately it's all about having that belief that I think I messed up, but that was actually a pretty good first impression. So that belief and that confidence itself can later rescue you. So it's a great point overall, uh, albeit we're running out of time here. So let's try to wrap up this conversation about leaving a good first impression and uh, when you're uh, trying to meet somebody for the first time. So Ishan, after all we talked today, do you have anything else you want to add up? And let's just try to wrap up this uh, show here. So what is your final comment for our listeners?
2: I would just say when you're meeting someone new, as Puya mentioned, just be humble, just be open-minded, just be kind, genuine, and give it a smile, and everything will be alright.
0: Fantastic! It's that, as humility. Simple as that Exactly. Practice yes. humility and meeting somebody for the first time. Poojix, how do you wrap up the show?
1: Pretty much the same thing. Like, you know, keep it simple, humble, uh, and uh, yeah, be 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 genuine, basically.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. That's so I'd like to thank you guys. Uh, Sean, thank you for being here on the show for the second time. You generally, you generally have a lot of great information here and I appreciate your contribution to the show. It means a lot to us. So thank you for being here with us.
2: Thank you for having me on this awesome show.
0: It is, of course, wonderful. And Pujix, you as always, you're the man, buddy. You're the real man behind everything else. So appreciate your time as well as hard work. For those of the listeners who don't know, the majority of the efforts behind the success of Beyond the Present podcast goes all the way To Pujix. He takes all the credit for it. He's the guy behind everything, really. And unfortunately, I end up getting the credit for it. But the fact of the matter is that almost all the work is done by Pujix. And he's a great, great man, a great director for the show. So I want to thank you so much for all the hard work.
1: Thank you, Thank man. You, yeah. That was a hell of a, you know.
0: It is really <laughs> my you. pleasure. It is much. really, and it came, you know, with a sense of sincerity because I really mean it and I really appreciate your contribution. And for those listeners who are currently appreciate- listening to us on web browsers, we actually checked our stats earlier on and realized a lot of you guys are listening to the show on browsers as well as on Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. Guys, We have nowadays this thing called iTunes for the iOS users as well as Google Play for the Android users. So it's much better and easier for you guys to actually subscribe to the show and get the latest updates as soon as they are made available. So right now, if you're on iTunes, just search for BTP and subscribe. And of course, if you're on Google Play, don't forget to add BTP to your list of favorite podcasts. And my name is Daniel Mulligan. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Have a great one and take care.